So when will things get better? No one knows. No one really knows. I know no one wanted to hear that, but that's the truth. But there here are some things that I would be aware of if I were you. The Federal Reserve is expected to reduce their rates by the first or second quarter of next year. So that's, that's early good. 2023. That is going to definitely soften everything that we're going through. As rates go, I think the economy follows. But maybe we're in the middle of the ball game. It could go longer, it could be shorter. I'm just giving you some numbers of historical data and how things have played out in the past. And in the blunt answer of when things are gonna get better is when inflation goes down. Is if inflation goes down, valuations will go up with pretty much majority of asset classes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into your go-to podcast for your career and your finances, The Free Retiree Show. I'm your host, wealth manager, Lee Michael Murphy, and alongside my pal, Sergio Patterson. Good morning. What is up, everyone? We don't have our attorney, Matt McElroy. He got called into court today, but you got us too. So we're talking about, is the economy crashing? People want to know, is the real estate market in downturn, the stock market and when are those things going to get better? Serge, what have you realized recently by looking at the news headlines, a water cooler talk? What are people concerned about with this economy that we're in? It's weird. I get mixed signals. I feel like some people are super worried. Some people are saying we're in a recession. Some are not. There's inflation. There's layoffs happening. The housing market has slowed, but like, it's hard to really know what's true and what's not. I think that's something I struggle with is trying to figure out the right resource to trust. So there's a lot of noise out there right now. Everyone's yeah. talking. Everyone's got an opinion on it. You're hearing a lot of people on the real estate side, like nothing's wrong. A lot of people on the financial side are like, this is going to be bad forever. You got to figure out who can you trust and look at the data. And that's what we do on this podcast. We try to yeah. look at people that are academics and get their thoughts on it and then regurgitate the data and these people that are very bright. They actually know what they're doing and try to give it to you guys. So yeah, housing um, is slowed for sure, right? I feel like houses are staying on the market longer than normal. Yeah, but absolutely. We'll, we'll it is it's come to not a screeching halt, but it has slowed down significantly. At the time of this recording, we're headed towards the late part of September. And it's definitely on everyone's radar. People are talking about it. So for today's podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to give you an economic update. We're going to let you know, are we in a recession? People want to know. We are also going to let you know what needs to happen before things get better. And then we will also be talking about when things will get better. I think everyone wants to know, when is this going to end? When is the pain going to stop? Yeah. To start, the big thing that, that has caused all this slowdown in the market, in the real estate market, is, Serge, do you know it? See if, you, see if you learned anything. Inflation. Oh my gosh, Serge knocks it out of the park. Inflation. <laughs> you just yes, say sir. inflation. I, I use that for every question. Inflation. <laughs> <laughs> so the annual inflation rate right now in the United States, 8.3% for the last 12 months. And that's ending in August. And it was 85 for July, 9.1 for June. And this is according to the U.S. Labor Department. And this data was published on September 13th. So... Hmm. We are headed the right direction, but still the numbers are super hot in terms of where they should be. The target we're trying to get down to is 2%. That's where the Fed wants us to be. And they seem to be fixated on getting those numbers down to where they need to be. Also, energy costs. So one trend that we've seen recently is it's come down over the last 90 days. So we look at gas, there's been a consistent drop in that. So that's good. That's working in our favor. That's good. Retail sales. 
they unexpectedly increased 0.3%. And that's something that was unexpected. And oh, that's uh, surprising. Yeah, you might look at that as, oh, that's good, right? But in the current environment, that's not good because we're trying to battle inflation. So we'll get a little bit into that and why that is not good news in the current state that we're at. Right now, we have lending rates. They're above 6%. Uh, and that mm -hmm. is what has mainly contributed to the slowdown in real estate is people don't want to pay so much. It's close to 38 40% that people are paying more than they were last year when they got a house. And that's, that's definitely that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars over time, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that slows down a lot of people that would be home purchasers. And they're like, I don't want to pay 38% more than Johnny. And that makes me angry. And so they just don't buy. Home prices, they declined 0.77% nationally from June to July. Now, while that does not seem like a huge number, it's the first fall in nearly three years. So mm. it is a big deal. And it's the largest monthly decline in the last 11 years. So it is a hidden big deal. And right now, most people are like, ah, everything's still great. But when you peel back the layers, you realize there's that is something significant. And then the war. Obviously, there's a war with Russia and Ukraine. And although the United States isn't in it, we are funding that thing. So that's a lot of money that could be used to stimulate our economy, create jobs over here. We talked about, we had a podcast way in the beginning about like, we debated whether war was good for the economy or not. And we were trying to debunk the, uh, the ideology that war was great for economies. And I think this is shown that it does not help economies at all because yeah. you're deploying your resources into tanks and bombs and weapons that millions and millions of dollars that just go up in seconds and that could be used to create jobs. Yeah, That's not crazy. helping us either. I think it's billions, right? That we're sending? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's significant. So on to the major question. Are we in a recession? Serge, what's your thoughts? What do you think? I think... But by the technical definition of a recession, I would say, yes, we are in a recession. Oh my gosh, you are so bright. People don't give you credit for how smart you are. People think you're just a moron, but you are not. Thank you, my, my friend. friend. You are, you are you're sharp. So yes, Sergio, Sergio is correct. Astute observation, Sergio. Yes, so Q1, GDP. So the way we define a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP. And we had negative 1.6 GDP, Q1. And Q2 is being figured out, but it looks like it's about a negative 0.6 GDP. But that's not how everyone defines recession. So according to the National Bureau of Economic Research, they have a different view on what it takes to be labeled a recession. So they're looking at, yes, do there, we there have should be one. There should be one definition. There's, that's how I feel. And I feel like technically, the, the way that we're defining it is the two consecutive quarters, that, that counts, right? But okay. not every single like recession shows like a lot of the signs that we think of everyone on the sidewalk with a cup in their yeah. hand. And there's, yeah, there's like the spectrum, right? Oh, wait. Oh, no, I assume was like. Yeah, the there's a wide. There's a wide spectrum, but yeah, the way this National Bureau of Economic Research looks at it, they're looking at a significant decline in economic activity, but jobs are still good. Corporate earnings are still good. And those are two big factors why they are not going to call this a recession, which I see their point. So that's where we are. I think technically we are, but 
we're not feeling everything that's involved with the recession. There is a massive decline in the market right now. You're starting to see a lot of more startups go up in smoke, more layoffs you're hearing yeah. on the street, and the numbers are supporting that. But we're not into this really crazy recession as of yet. And who knows if we'll get there, but right now things are not looking good. I can say that. Yeah. So there's potential for it to get worse. Yes. And that's what a lot of the data is showing is there's a lot of things that could still get worse in this process. The other thing that's interesting is when you mentioned layoffs, what I've seen is they're like quiet layoffs, like companies, a lot of the companies aren't announcing it, but I've seen without naming company names, I've seen people just, there's groups of people being laid off, but it's not all in the news. So that to me, that's a red flag. When you see these smaller companies, Twilio, there's a company at Twilio, they laid off a bunch Patreon. I don't know if you know the company. It's like where you can pay. If you're an artist, you can get paid by your fans. 17% of their workforce. And some other companies are doing these like smaller layoffs that don't make the news, but they're still, it's still very worrisome to me. So I just say, be cautious out there. Yeah. And that's the thing I've noticed also, like a lot of the large companies, you're hearing some chatter of uh, hiring slowdowns, some yeah. layoffs, but it's the smaller companies like the small, the mid-cap space, there's a lot of pain in that space that people aren't talking about. Yeah, I agree with you on that. When we look at housing has been a, the topic as of late, everyone wants to know what's going on with that. Everyone will say oh, year over year, things, prices are still up, saying that it's up 11%, which is great. But when we look at the short term, June slid by on average $10,000 on home prices. Home data takes a little while to unfold. So even though we're in September, we're still looking at a lot of the data that, that came out in the beginning of summer. But right now, there is a lot of signs of a slowdown. And if we look at price cuts, I took a few of the major markets and took a look at what cities were getting price cuts. So if we look at a city like Boise, Idaho, recently 70% of the homes received price cuts. That's July number. So all these are July number. Denver, we got 58% of homes received price cuts. Salt Lake City, 56%. Phoenix and San Diego were both 50%. Stockton, California, close to us, 47% received price cuts. Wow. So these are people, they put their home on the market. They're hoping to get top dollar. And then it's just not happening. And before, oh, almost a half a year ago, it was bidding wars. Yep. That's not happening anymore. So it is shifting into a buyer's market gradually. I'm seeing that locally too here in Gilroy. Two houses by next to us are they started off selling for about a million and now they're down to about 948 and they still have not sold and it's been over a month. Yeah, price dropped areas from the high. It looks like San Francisco dropped roughly a 7.4% at the time of this recording. San Jose, California dropping 10%. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then LA dropping 4.3, Denver at 4.2. So yeah, there's change out there. There's change in the winds. Scary times, but it's not all bad yet, right? Like we're hanging on stock. How are stocks, Lee? What's the market right. looking like? So right now stocks are, they've had a resurgence over the last couple months. So they bottomed out around June. We've seen some life, but recently due to some of the economic activity that's come out, the market's gone back down the other way. It's not as bad as it was in June, but it's headed that direction right now. And so let's just talk about what needs to happen before things get better. I think that's what people want to know. Just tell us, like, how are things going to get better? This is the sobering reality of the situation. So Serge, when you think of like the Federal Reserve, do you think they want to see you do well? Or do you want to, do you think they want to see us not do well? 
I think they want to see the economy do well. So they want us out there spending money. So this is the reality that I think that everyone needs to come to grips with. Right now, they do not want us to do well. Overall, they want the economy to flourish and people to make money and to create jobs. But the reality of the current environment is they don't want us to do right now. Because if we do well, that only adds to the inflation problem. Inflation isn't under control. So they know that home purchases need to stop. So this is all by design. They want to make it expensive for people to borrow. They want 401k balances to drop. They're not going to say that, but the more money you have in the 401k balance, your investment accounts, that's more money for you to spend, which leads to inflation. They And here's the other thing that's going to be like just really sobering to hear. They want people to lose jobs. That's They're not going to ever say that, but when there's layoffs and there's less jobs there, that handles the inflation problem. So the chaos actually decreases inflation. Yes. In this situation, we had this student loan thing that just passed, and that's not helping our situation right now. And by the way, we're going to have student debt lawyer Joshua Cohen on in a couple episodes to talk about student debt, but we won't get sure. we won't go down that rabbit hole today, but he's an amazing resource on that. But things like that aren't helping the current state of the economy. And the reality is right now, they don't want the economy to grow because they need to get inflation under control. And that is going to be getting it to that 2% target. And it's uh, over eight, right? right yes. Now? Is, getting it to, is that even feasible? I know we're going to wrap this episode up, but uh, is 2% even realistic? Absolutely, it is. It just it takes okay. time, right? It takes time. And that's the other thing is when they make these monetary policy changes, the people want instant results, but that's not how monetary policy works. It takes on average about 18 months. So they stopped their bond buying program. They started raising the Fed funds rate. All those things don't really solve the inflation problem or even begin to right away. It takes time. So they started this at the beginning of this year. We're looking at still probably towards the end of this year before even a lot of these things even start to take effect. So I'm not panicking. I feel like right now this is what I expected. It is painful to go through this sort of stuff. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to think the dynamic between inflation and companies who are profiting because of inflation, right? They're make they're, technically they're making their products are worth more. I'm spending more now. Now, if we get down to two percent, that's going to be a f- potentially four x decrease. My money is going to be worth way more, and then company profits would be lower since things aren't as expensive. Yeah, those profits would go down. I'm always wondering, companies, are do they want, do they, it's an interesting, I guess, dilemma. Yeah, the companies right, right now, the, their interest in the Federal Reserve interests aren't aligned. <laughs> so that's, yeah. that they're on opposite sides of the table, unfortunately. And so that's the one thing I was thinking about this last week well, when we put this episode together. I was like, it's just crazy to think that right now the Federal Reserve, our government doesn't want us to be financially successful, but that is the absolute truth of what we're going through. So when will things get better? So here's my answer. No one knows. No one really knows. I know no one wanted to hear that, but that's the truth. But there here are some things that I would be aware of if I were you. The Federal Reserve is expected to reduce their rates by the first or second quarter of next year. So that's, that's early good. 2023. That is going to definitely soften everything that we're going through. As rates go, I think the economy follows. So that is something to think of. Another thing to think of is that 
from 1945 to 2009, the average recession lasted about 11 months, right? So if we're technically that six-month mark, uh, maybe we're in the middle of the ballgame. It could go longer. It could be shorter. I'm just giving you some numbers of historical data and how things have played out in the past. And in the blunt answer of when things are going to get better is when inflation goes down. Is If inflation goes down, valuations will go up. With all asset, with pretty much majority of asset classes, so that's what we need. It's gonna be my question: Is what does it mean when things get better? So it means when inflation goes down. That's Absolutely. what better means. Okay. Yeah. So in this situation, there's all ways that we can spin this. We can look at like different scenarios and different aspects of the economy to figure out what's going on. But when you want to simplify what we are going through right now, it comes down to one thing: What is that inflation number? If inflation numbers are high and hot. They're going to keep tightening. And as inflation numbers come down, which they will come down, you got to have faith. They will come down. We're in the red hot months too. This is historically when inflation is super hot anyways. Got it. And we saw a slowdown in uh, real estate. That generally never happens in this August, September time, but it did. And you've seen fuel prices go down for 90 plus days. Yep. And now we're heading into the winter months. And that should also set the stage for significant improvement winter and going into next year. So everybody, I know it's not the the news you want to hear that I was going to tell you that it's going to get better by tomorrow, but that ain't the situation. Hang in there. Yeah, uh, we're also going to be giving an episode coming up like on how to deal with recessions. We'll be coming out with that in the next few weeks. So stay tuned for that. We'll let you know exactly what you can do, uh, how to survive this. And uh, don't lose your wits. Stay calm. And remember, this is also the opportunity time. People always look at it as, I got to be fearful. I got to be scared. This is where people make the money too, right? Everyone thinks they're making money when evaluations are high in real estate stocks. But where you make your money is when everyone is fleeing. All right. So just stay calm and continue to invest. This too shall pass. That's all we got for today, everybody. You've been listening to the Free Retiree Show. So long for now. Securities offered through Securities American Incorporated, member of FINRA, www.finra.org, SIPC, www.sipc.org, a separate entity. Lee Michael Murphy is licensed for the California Department of Insurance, license 0H18660. Lee Michael Murphy is an investment advisor representative with Securities American Advisors, a registered investment advisor. The Free Retiree, Securities American Advisors, and Securities American Incorporated are separate entities. Career Advisor Sergio Patterson, Attorney Matt McElroy are not affiliated with Securities American Advisors or Securities American Incorporated. Securities American Advisors, Securities American Incorporated, and its representatives do not provide tax or legal advice. Therefore, it's important to coordinate with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. The content heard in this podcast is not intended to be tax, investment, or legal advice and is intended as general guidance only. You should contact your own tax advisor, financial advisor, or attorney to answer questions about your specific situation or needs before acting upon this information. Third-party source information or comments are not verified, may not be accurate, and are not necessarily representative of all client or audience experience. A portion of this event was paid by a third party. The opinions of career advisor Sergio Patterson do not reflect the opinions of Facebook, Inc., The opinions of attorney Matt McElroy do not reflect the opinions of Castaneda and company.